I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Crawford. Today I'm joined by two guests, Robert Boyle and Jared O'Connor. Jerry, Robert, how are you doing, lads? All good. Well, obviously this is so lads is uh, the United game, as we've seen today. Good three, three points, 3-0 victory, good performances. Uh, just obviously, Jerry, this is your first time on, mate, so just why can I get your thoughts on what's been happening with Celtic recently, mate? Uh, I'll, I'll go as far as the last, give me six games. I think every game will get stronger and stronger. Obviously, we had that wee mid mid November, start of December, where we had the Ross County result. We lost the, losing the goals against AC Milan's and Sparta Prague's weren't they great. And it says, uh, the Ross County result, the Johnson result, just heaped a lot of pressure on, but since we brought in two players that I spoke about half half uh, air before we started there, Sorrow and Tumble, who I think needs a big mention as well. Uh, I think we've come on leaps and bounds the last six games, and it's four games now if we a goal, which is great considering what happened maybe about eight, nine games ago, where it was getting every 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 shot target just seemed to be a goal. <laughs> Definitely with Barca's angles. Um, obviously, again, he was he was in the day. Uh, what was your first thoughts of the, obviously after the game? When I seen it, when I seen the lineup, the only player, the only player that put a change today would have been the goalkeeper. If I'm being honest with you, uh, but I had a couple of wee kind of half saves, but I think the the four at the back and the, the four they're calling it a diamond, but there's there's a lot of interchange in there. There's a lot of players that can. That can move up. That can move about the midfield, and I think mm-hmm. obviously Sorrow sitting there just kind of reassures. We we calm. He goes ten yards of ten yards up. He's basically getting Turnbull a free roll, and Christie basically he just goes from left to right. He just kind of goes across mm-hmm. the kind of goes the midfield, and obviously the big bonus for me is two up front. Must play two up front on Saturday. Must be two up front for me. Maybe yourself, Robert. I very positive, Ryan. Your mate was just saying there, it's four clean sheets in an order. Um, just the team just seems to be growing in confidence. Um, a lot of great play, quicker play. It's just enjoyable to watch for the last three or four games. And we're starting to get our identity back at Celtic, which we've all been screaming out for. And the two boys that have come in, which Jerry says, has been a total breath of fresh air. Um, they just look like they want to play for Celtic as well, which is good to see. 
Um, I really, really pleasing in the eye. Fort first half were really good, quick, moving football, and the two up fronts, a breath of fresh air as well. I'd, I'd say the first half was, in general, was it was basically like we kind of ended last season. It was quick, the intensity and movement. It was kind of like the Celtic we've been watching for the last few years. Um, again, for me, they need to just sat back and kind of normally would have been maybe just playing with tappy tappy passes and just try to break them doing a wee bit of magic. But the last two or, two or three games, we've been getting a bit more quicker. Again, I don't know if that's because they're getting used to playing with their fans now and they know they're going up to that now because the start of the first. In general, I think football's getting quicker, even when you watch games. Um, but I think now they're starting to play better. And again, it's no coincidence that Tombo and Soro get in the team and we start playing well. Um, and we don't have any bad injuries and COVID's no really about us now. So it's no coincidence that we are playing better with day two in the team. Um, it's very... I don't know what your thoughts, obviously, we've spoken about before we came on, uh, but yourself, uh, Jerry, about... Uh, I've touched on Sorrow first. Um, his performance, I thought, was superb. Well, I, I think, as, as uh, Robert said there, about the, the kind of canty theme, I think he goes down that road. He, mm-hmm. he just... He just... He, 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 his, uh, um, what do you call him? Jay McFadden says, uh, during the week there, he says, you don't recognise him playing, which is a, which is a positive, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff in the in the, kind of, the background. He goes and tackles people, he goes and knocks down the boy, he just goes and breaks it up. He just gives it to McGregor and Christy, who goes and does the rain stuff, which I think is really, which is what we're needing. Somebody yeah. just to basically stand there and go, right, how are you getting past me? How are you going to get past me to get to the back four? Whereas before, I think we were a bit erratic. We were on the other show. But he's just in there and went, right, I'm here. Let's get by me. We'll take it for there. And I think so far, touch any wood, he's done, he's done really, really good. And he talked off a good performance today with a great goal. Let's not forget about that. It was a good finish. Yeah, brilliant finish. You know, I think, can I go over, can I echo that? And you know, but they can't, can I style his play? I say to you, that fair, that I don't want to big a guy up too much, but he reminds me of a young can't. He's a smiling wee guy who's an absolute warrior on the park. And I think his reading of the game is very, very good. I think he knows when to take his tackles. He doesn't just go firing into tackles for the sake of it. He reads the game very good. And I think the difference with him and the team is he does just sit in front of the back door, which makes it harder to break down. Whereas when you have Brown and McGregor in there, we were breaking as a team, they two were getting caught further up the park, which was harder for them to defend, which then leaves your midfield wide open, whereas the wee man just sits there and just patrols it like a wee fucking guide dog, let's be honest, that's what he's like. And his intersections and his play is brilliant. What I like about him is he doesn't play the ball backwards and he doesn't play the ball sideways. He always looks to play that ball up the park to get your three guys in front of him, on the ball further up the field. The difference with McGregor, 10, 15 yards up the field, is a breath of fresh air as well. We have Tumble and Christie all interchanging, as Jerry says. Um, we wee Sorrow just sitting behind them. It's it's like a whole new team. You'd think we'd made five, six signings, the way these two guys have come in and changed us. It's just crazy that um, how they two have been sitting on the bench all season. Obviously, we've all knew about Tumble because he's been brought from Marlowe, but they two have been sat on the bench all season when we've been, let's be fair, shit, hopeless for the last... Yeah. Most of the season. 
Um, and he's obviously learning when we all guard, as I call him, the tried and trusted. And he's obviously given him another chance, next week another chance. And, and let's be honest, it might have cost him his job. No point turbo and sorrow for the last few games. That game against Lee, I think, if he get destroyed. I know it's... Uh, the Celtic, there's no games that mean nothing, but it was a damn squib that came to Europa League. But if we get annihilated, then it's mere, as Jerry says before, when you lose a game, it's mere pressure. It's mere pressure. So the manager's obviously seen the light and he's put it to win. And I don't think, as much as we've spoken about Brown before, but I big admirer what he's done at Celtic and he's been a brown servant. He's still a very good player for his age, but he has just got, if it is the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of games, you know, or a game against Hamilton, then for me, playing, but for me, you kind of drop Sorrow and Tumble. Um, especially, I spoke about Sorrow, but Tumble again for me, Jerry, was brilliant as well. Tumble of the day, basically, it's, it's hard to explain. See, for the, see as a, as a, in the middle of the park, he stretches the middle of the park. Obviously, you've got guys who can stretch it wide, right? Obviously, we foresters are probably the best at doing it, right? Coming off with white on his boots because he's on the touchline, right? But we, um, with Tumbo, he's basically, you've got, obviously the day you had the two guys up front, he's basically, he's basically up their ass. He's there. You're basically, like, so which forces people to go forward and then you're, before you know it, you're 20 yards to go and you've got three, four guys, you include Black Sal, Frimpong, who's balling down the wing. You've got maybe six guys now who's 20 yards to go. Whereas before that, it was dead predictable. We're going left, we're going right, left, right, back, forward. When we get to 20 yards we go, we've got one guy, Edward, who turns around and goes, I've got to do it all myself, loses the ball, where we go. But now, we've got, maybe, we've got half a team up, up the park because the one guy stretches the whole midfield that way instead of going, obviously, wide, which I think is a, it's, it's been a big bonus. And obviously, when we tried to say him last year, obviously had that injury. But before he signed, he scored something like 15 goals for January mm-hmm. to June. So the guy knows where the back of the net is. You know what I mean? He knows how to score a goal. Proving that, four goals in six games. I think that is what we're saying. He's always on the half turn and he always wants to play the ball forward. Aye. Um, His first thought is go forward, go forward, which is great. That's what you want as a midfielder. I think that's something... Uh, Yourself, Robert, you spoke about was getting him in the team earlier. You were a big gap for getting him in earlier, and then now he's come in and you've kind of been right for, for talking about the way you, you, you were. Oh, he emphasises everything which is good about attack midfielder. Um, he's even keeping Ryan Christie, who's one of the best attack midfielders in the country, out his position because the boy's playing that well. Um, I just feel he's been a total breath of fresh air. His delivery is outstanding. He's a danger with his crosses. He can score goals and he's setting up goals. There's nothing else you can ask for. You know, it looks like an absolute bargain at three million. We just yeah. hope the boy continues to develop as good as he's developing. And he seems like a humble boy, you know, which he doesn't look like a guy who would go and party and throw it all away. He looks like a guy who would wants to improve day and day out, which I like to see because I don't think you get a lot of that in the younger players nowadays. I think that's the difference with guys like him. They want to improve, they want to get better, and he, every game he just seems to get better and better. I've watched him, really, really impressed with him. I definitely agree with the sense he does look this type of guy. Well, obviously, with that knee injury, um, he came back for that, and obviously, that we documented it, had him, and showed you how hard they work. So, I don't think any fan can 
actually fault what he does behind the scenes because you know he's going to be a professional and and then he's got his dream move. So he's, it's the sort, these are the sort of guys that are, you know they're going to fight for the badge and for as we've as we've spoken about the hysteria about ten in a row, he's probably one that he knows what it's all about because obviously guys like Barcast have come in, they don't know about ten in a row. So that's probably why we've been a bit a bit maybe critical. Uh, I a bit critical in Barcast because he's just come in and. We want to win 10 in a row, and let's be honest, I know it's just a league, but to us, the fans, it is 10 in a row. So, so again, Barkas came in today again, and he didn't really have much today, so there's nothing really to speak about Barkas. Um, but Sorrow's goal, I thought his goal was superb, as Jerry mentioned. Um, maybe the goal could have done a bit better, but you can't take it away for the strike because he still had the imagination to take it on. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he's actually, him and Sorrow, Sorrow is doing a bit of dirty work, but they're actually getting the ball forward and want to, want to shoot. Christie just shoots for the sake of it. Chris, I've spoken about Christie before. He's superb, but he's for me, he's one of the most infuriating players in Scotland. He can hit an absolute diagonal superb. He hits a brilliant 40 yard or free kick, but then he can't hit, can't hit the ball past the first man. Um, but yourself, Jerry, and, and Robert, he's a played at the football at a decent level. If you, for me, it's a professional football player, he can't hit the ball past the first man. It's, 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 I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I don't think it should be something that's... That's why I think Pumble been in is good for taking the free kicks and corners and stuff like that. Well, you hit the nail on the head there with, with, with Christy, basically future player on the planet. Semi-final in the, Scot- in the, the cup final of the uh, Scottish Cup, obviously for last year. Two identical goals. Mm. Right, but seeing the two games, he's probably had about 10 corners, but he's no made, he's no hit it by somebody. Aye. He's hit the, the 20-yarders bang top corner, but he, can't, he just can't put it at the top. You know, he just couldn't swing it in into an area, just into a, a penalty box, uh, sorry, a, a penalty spot or a six-yard box. He just hit first man, first man, first man, maybe about seven times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're actually spot on there. You see, that's, that's my thought on Christie as well. But he's a guy, can you leave him with the team? That's a big debate. Do you, do you leave it for, for especially for Saturday, in in about the area that we had the space to see get you the, the goal, to see get you the breakthrough? Does, I mean, that's what you. That's a big debate about him. Is he a guy you can afford to leave it, or do you leave him? Or what, what's you know what I mean? That's that's how he divides the obviously divides the support. You know what I mean? We just take on that, Robert. About Christie, do you play him Saturday? And obviously talking about today's game. And he's, he has a bit infuriating in a, in a way. He can pick a pass out of nothing, Ryan. Right? We all know that. He can score a goal out of nothing. We know that. But the problem is, what, everybody, what we all think is, he can do that. And you go, how can he not do that more often? Aye, but again, you've you got to remember, he's playing out of position. He's playing wide right where he wants to cut into his left. He's normally the guy that's playing in Tumbo's position, where he scored a lot of goals and got a lot of assists. But... You can't leave a guy his fucking quality out of the team. Well, his energy levels, his energy levels he'll bring to the game on Saturday was lacking in the last game that we didn't have him. So, I think our midfield now has got all the energy what we need for this game to be tracking left-backs, to be tracking right-backs, to be getting in their three in the middle of the park. So, you can't leave him out of the game because he could be quiet for 89 minutes, as Jerry says, and then pick one into 25 yards out right into the top corner and you've mm-hmm. turned and go at that. That's the type of player you want on the park, you know what yep. I mean? So in that sense, we all know he can be a fury and he can be whatever, but again, he can follow a bit of magic out of nothing. 
Aye, definitely. I agree with you. I think Jerry would be the same there. Uh, definitely, because as I've seen for Scotland, I, I think that was probably one of the most infuriating things for me was when we were going through a wee sticky patch. Well, it was a long sticky fucking patch. But um, you had you had, you had playing for Scotland and he was superb. It was a total different guy. Him and McGregor were fucking playing the ball forward and I was like, this is, but again, it's different environments and different managers, different whatever else. I think the day, as I like going to obviously goals, Soros goals, amazing. Tumbo again, we spoke about him, shoot, brilliant finish. And then Edward, I thought that ball for Griffiths was superb. And again, it's... Again, as me, me and Robert probably spoke about, as you've asked before, Jerry, I don't think, see when we score a goal, it never, a goal like that, it never gets highlighted in the media. Never gets highlighted, oh, Griffiths, what a goal. But if I, I, I know for a fact, see facts fucking roof to Morelos, oh, it's back, oh, it's back page headlines. Oh, it's, it's, it's the best, it's fucking gone for that fucking podcast fucking award, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> that's what it's gone for. That's how, that's, but you're right. It's, it's, it, Lee Griffiths had about a tenth for a second for him. He seemed was there, wouldn't do the ball. And he knew, if I scoot back, Perfectly, it's just going to fall by one touch goal. And the first thing Ed, that's what I noticed today. The first thing Edward did was turn around and look at Griffiths mm-hmm. and went, as if to say, Yep, you know where I was. Which for Sunday, eh, for sorry, for Saturday is a big bonus for me. They, they, as, I, as I keep saying, they two must, must, Chief Selleck play eight duds behind them. They, they two must play up front, must for Saturday. I think Robert's the same as that, and you, Robert, with the two up front. 100%, man. There you go, against Hamilton, Edward sets up Griffiths for his goal. The day Griffiths sets up Edward for his goal. Their partnership last season was one of the best in Britain. They started linking up. The only thing that stoked it was COVID, really, because I think we were going to Ibrox to beat them last season. They were in turmoil last season. When they turn around and tell you COVID's won us nine in a row, no, fucking COVID stoked them for getting Gerard sacked last season. Griffiths and Edward were in fire, right? You seen it against Murrowell away, all right? We had a wee tiny blip at Livingston. Their last three games was knocked two the hearts out of the Scottish Cup, beat half hearts at Tynecastle and beat at home half Hamlin. But all of a sudden, that team are going on a miraculous run and beat us and win the fucking league. Let's not forget that. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody really talks about that. Anytime I'm arguing with one of them, I bring that up and they can't take it. So I think we're hitting a wee good run of form now to go there and I don't think we should be fearful of them I really don't maybe three weeks ago four weeks ago I was thinking shit what we going to do here but the more I'm watching Celtic the more confidence is going the more we've no players getting injured well we've got a couple of injuries but no compared to what we had the last time and the crisis we were in the last time we're going there in a good run of form I don't see why we should fear them to be honest with you on Saturday I agree with you there when it comes to when they all say we gave the title listen it was was it 13 points or something over the head or something like that, right? You got it. Even if he did get beat, you were still 10 points. And the way we were playing, I, I probably took a draw. I think, let's be honest, I would take a draw if it was any day, but as long as we don't lose the game, I'm always happy. Obviously, why to win the game, but you know why you beat. But we were, last season, we were, we were 1-3-4 now every game. As we spoke about Edward and Griffiths, they were scoring all the time. And it's no coincidence again, man. Listen, I still think Griffiths looks a wee bit, he can do a bit more fitness, right? But that's just my opinion. I might be too critical. I don't know. But 
with they two up front, there's no coincidence that we're actually scoring goals again and we're playing well and everybody else is playing well. Like the defence, or I'll speak about it about the second half, we still look a wee tiny bit suspect, but I don't mind conceding two goals if I scoring three or four goals every week, as long as we win the game. Um for me, they two are brilliant. Um as Jerry says, they always look for each other. I, I noticed it from the first five minutes. He was always trying to flick it around the corner. Which I think, like yourself, Jerry, you played up front. When you know you're somebody's up front, when you know you played him, you know his game, and that's the first guy you look for to get you a goal or assist. Well, as as we're going back on the two strikers, I don't know if you noticed uh, with the Hamilton game uh, a couple of days ago, 15 goals in nine games between them, but the two of them started together. So, so that's now 10 games, 16 goals. Either one of them scored, but the two of them mm. played together. And the, as you say the other day, Edwards always, he always likes to be flick left or right, and he just likes to find Griffiths all the time. Because he knows Griffiths get the quality to give it back, whether it be outside the box, shot, or the Griffiths is at the edge of the box, he can have a shot or whatever. The two of them just, the two of them are suit. And obviously, Fitness, as you've said, with Griffiths and uh, Edward, no, being, ed- being injured in the COVID or that the last game. I believe if even if Edward started the last game, we still might get beat, right? But we'd have put up there a fight. We'd need, need Edward, we'd need, need Christie because of Scotland. Our team, we started with Clamala up front. I mean, when would you ever start it with Clamala up front? He's not even going to get anywhere near the. He's not going to get anywhere the squad this time. So that just shows you how far we go with Griffiths and Edward together. But I said the 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 way the way the two played today, they were they were no more than about eight or nine yards apart from each other. They just bounced that, and it was it was actually it was actually a joy to watch. It was a joy to watch. Very very good. It's I think I think Robert will just I think he'll say the same because. The, bit, the two up front, we've been speaking about it for... I've been talking about it since since I played football. Two up front for me is going to be the way forward. Um, you yourself, the two of you have played football. You're only playing one man, man, man up front, you've maybe got a tap of league or you're going to a game, a Scottish Cup game, you know it's a tight game. You don't go to two up front against... the One man, man up front against Ross County, fucking Hibs. Even Rangers, I, you don't go, just go two up front in Scotland. I've already spoke about that, Ryan. Um... Old-fashioned four-four-two. I loved because I just thought it was always a great balance to a team if you've got the right players. Um, obviously, we're not going a four-four-two this time. It's like a four-diamond two. But having the two up front, just I think defenders get it an easy time now. Um, no easy time, but playing against one guy, two centre-halves, they're, they're too used to playing against one guy nowadays, I think. Um, and I think just with two up front, it gives them more troubles, more back lines. If you remember Leicester, when they won the league, they went an old-fashioned 4-4-2. Um, and the teams in the Premier League didn't know what to do. Couldn't cope with it. Just because it was back to the old traditional way. Because too many teams play a 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3, 4-3-2-1, whatever. Um, but I think their back line, you'll trouble them this time. Whereas we didn't get to do that the last time at Celtic Park. And I don't think their defence is any special. I think with Edward and Griffiths up front, you actually trouble them this time. So I think that's the difference as well. And you're talking on Griffiths saying he's no fit, Ryan. 
I, we know he's no fit, but the only way he's going to get fit is by playing games. And in his full Celtic career, he's assisted or scored a goal every 82 minutes. To me, that's phenomenal stats. Aye. You know what I mean? So, Edward, I, Edward's run about the 92 mark as well. Run about what you're saying there, he's about 92 mark, mm. which is unbelievable as well. That's, Aye. I mean, Aye. 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 A guy phoned in and he, he was a Celtic fan. I, I can't remember the exact thing he says, but he did say, listen, listen guys, um, he's a right Celtic half. He says, listen, go remember, we're the champions. He says, we've, we've, we've won the trophies. We're winning mentality. He says, uh, the last game, he says, we were in a bit of a, a, wee bit of a crisis. The manager's under pressure. Um, COVID stopped a lot of players. Scotland, injuries, Barkas, Kman, Duffin, no knowing what the games are like. He says, no. He says, we're a bit more oiled, better, playing. We've got a bit more system about us. Sorrow and Tumblr come in. So, they're not, it'll be a, a totally different team in my opinion. It's got to turn up. Um, again, we'll talk about it again following another podcast in Friday about it, the game. But for me, um, I'm, I'm always quite confident with Celtic. I, I actually prefer playing at Ibrox and Dave Park Kid. I've always been on that. I don't know why that is. I just prefer playing at Ibrox. I just think there's less pressure playing at Ibrox than it is at Parkhead. Um, obviously, there's no fans, so it's really the same for both of them. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say, Joe, that even though playing at Ibrox, I prefer playing away mm. as a Celtic team. I just feel as if we get better results away from home. I don't know if it's just Parkhead. Well, obviously, you know, got the 60,000 fans there, the new, but I, I generally think I'm quietly confident Going to, going to Ibrox on Saturday and get a result, a very positive result, because the 4 4 twos we're talking about, as Rob was talking about, their defence is very great. The, the world beater at right back, I don't think it will influence the game if you play 4 4 2. The best player in Scottish football, we don't know who we're talking about. Who'll know? Who'll know? Who'll even get fault? Who'll even get his own in their half? I mean, that's how, that's, that's how I think, because I just feel as if we need to go there. And you go, that's right. Everybody play 10 yards up the park the way you should have. Let's just take the game to the aim. Let's just see what happens. And I believe we'll get a positive result. million percent. Maybe uh, Robert yourself, same with that. Do you agree with what Jerry's saying there? Aye, I have mirrored that. Aye, Jerry, everything you're saying is Rangers are used to teams sitting in and yep. smothering them. Smothering them in their own half. Aye. Like, Rangers high pressure. But I believe with Sorrow and Tumbo and that in the team, these guys are confident to take the ball in tight situations and turn and get the ball moving. I watched Hibs against them at the weekend and the boy Joe Newell took the ball three or four times in the middle of the park against the high press, took it and turned and see when they turned and get by the high press, he opened them up a few times. The only thing is, the, the final ball wasn't great. If he had the final ball, Hibs could have beat them. You know what I mean? There was and a yeah. couple of dodgy penalty decisions against them. Um, but, they're not as good as people make it. They're good if you sit in and let them play. That's the type of team they are. But if we go out and play our game and high press them, and they, what we done today, we didn't let Dundee United out their own half, did we? We high pressed yeah. them in their faces, and everybody was doing it as a unit, rather than individuals that we've been doing. Um, yeah. I just feel why I'm quite confident that we should go there and get a result. Do that. I do can I agree with you in the sense that. The high pressing, obviously, I spoke to Jerry and I, I, I said yourself, 
individually before us more about about uh, being Jerry Frimpong. He's he does my boxing man. He's he runs and he's brilliant, but as Jerry says, he's a, a young daddy I got. He's just he's the end product. He's I'm wow, fuck it. He, it's like he's just hitting and hoping and hoping he gets the ball in the box. But see when they get past that guy Robson a day, that was him the full game. And he's got to just keep doing that because he's not doing that enough for me. As much as I'm saying his product's not the best, eventually he just has a ball and it's going to throw to somebody. It might get a ricochet off somebody, but for me, the day, it was superb. Just, he annihilated that, 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 uh, that fullback. The guy just didn't want to be in the game. Once he beat him once, that was it. And I think you've got to do that again on Saturday, if he plays that is, which I think he will. But you've got to just get at their fullbacks because, let's be honest, Barish is a good defender, right? We know that. He's all, he's all right defensively, but he's brilliant going forward. But if he's got the ball all the time facing him, can he get forward? Um, yeah. And as you as you spoke about the best right back in fucking the world, Tavernier penalty, man. He's, we all know he cannot defend. They can say he's playing well. I he's playing well because he's not getting nullified. Um, and I think with the way we're starting to get a bit... Obviously, the first half of me was superb, but the second half, I don't want to be too critical. It was a bit more slow, but... The game is won, so you just take that into consideration. There's a few wee sloppy errors, but listen, we won the game, so we just go for there. I think when it comes to Ibrox, I Frumpong might be Sir James Forrest outlet. Um, just if he gets just keeps going at Barisic, um, I think you'll be. It's definitely going to hamper what they're going to do. Yeah, hundred percent. The 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 big the big thing is, as you say, the kind of James Forrest effect. Frumpong will be the. If, if you're midfielder gets a ball, who does he look for? Is it Wee Frimpong? Maybe at the halfway line, can he get that ball? Maybe up the park for a, for a shy, maybe 15 yards to the byline, get us a corner, a foul, or as you say, he's got round the boy, round that boy Barisic and just whip, whip a world in and big Edwards to tap it in. That's all good in saying it, but he's, he, he will just keep going. Even if, he, even if he loses the ball about 10 times, he'll just keep going and he'll keep going and he'll keep going, which is obviously going to be if you're a defender, you're going to say, fuck, here he comes again. That's what you want. That's what you want a defender to say, fuck, here he comes with the ball, running at you, 100 mile an hour, which I think is fucking, is a, a very, very good, it's, it's actually a good outlet in 4 because you shouldn't mm-hmm. have an outlet in 4 but mm-hmm. I think we will have it because he sort of plays, he kind of shoves up as a, makes it a kind of 3 5 two. you get me? He just plays higher than Obviously, if Taylor lacks out, whoever plays at left back, personally, I think it'll be the, the, the I think it'll be lacks out, will play left back, but he kind of shoves up a wee bit higher, so he'll be the, he'll be the outlook ball. And I think, leave it or not, they're, they're defensively weaker on the left than they're on the right because the, the, the whoever is it, that fucking Hadji or something that plays right, he can no, defend I... you. But the left the left sided player doesn't defend as much as the the, the, le- the right-sided midfielder is whatever they fuck to play, a 4-3-3, whatever they fuck to play. So I think that, that's where we should get we should get on it. Frimpong could be the, the outlet in, on Saturday, definitely. I think I was talking to you in order, but I put him in, you can raise it, he says, ah, he's, he's a very good wee player, and even as even said to you long-term, I think he will be another guy that's going to go for 10, 15, whatever million, because he's definitely got that in him. As you were saying to me, Ryan, you were saying, ah, he's not got a final ball, he's not got a final ball. If he had a final ball, he wouldn't be ways, let's be honest. He'd be too good for us. Um, he had a wee dip in form there, 
But you've got to remember the full team had a dip for him. To me, he looks like a wee guy that's getting his confidence back. And on his day, he just gets by people, as Jerry says, he's like a diddy I got. Um, joy to watch. Ah, his crossing is not the greatest at times, but he is only 20 years of age. And he is predominantly a right-back, being turned into an attacking wing-back. Um, so you've got to kind of be patient with young boys um, in that sense. But to me, he's a breath of fresh air just because he's got that burning pace that nobody can fucking... Nobody likes. I don't care how good a defender you hate playing against pace. And if, as Jerry says, you might only get by Barisic twice out of 12 jewels, but you might get by him there twice and they two might be set up goals. But Barisic will not want to be playing against him no. with pace. He'll just right. hate it. No. He'll hate it. And the boy might get the joy twice out of the full 12 jewels room, but they two might be the most key things in the game that wins you the game. So to me, I, we think Pong is, he had his. He's bad spell, but the full team is having a bad spell, so you can't expect a young boy to be a fucking shining light in a bad fucking team. So he's starting to get his confidence back, and to me, I thought he had an cracking game tonight. I just think, in, in general, see, because they've obviously had a, it's been a sticky patch, it was a fucking really bad spell. We've kind of, we're slowly, every game now, idea, I know we were all saying get when he's sat now, but see, now we just need to back the team now. I think we all had that opinion now. Aye, we might not want the manager there, we might not want the board here, but we need to deal with it now and just crack on because we know he's going to be here now. So, for me, I, every game's been a second storm now. Um, after, the, after the game in, in Europe against Lille, it's just been a, a slow way. We're still making me mistakes, but I guess we're still winning games. Again, we're getting clean sheets a wee bit now, we're scoring goals. We've also won the treble, which again, I, think, I don't care what anybody says, how bad the league form has, has been. Winning your surgery, you've won a lot about it yourself, Robert. You're putting cups yourself. Winning trophies is better than from it's better than three points. What that it's it's one of the best things you ever get. It's one of the trophies. So for me, the guys winning that trophy, it's probably came it's came at a brilliant time for us because it's a distraction for the league, um, and it's also giving you a bit of a break for the fans and all and the pressure that every minute we've won a trophy and it's time to kick on. Well, she'd uh, she'd uh, gone back to the the, the treble there. But but obviously, I'd obviously certain fans for a certain team slaughter me in work. These are this, these are that. Pretty bad time, blah 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 blah. I says well look, we can't be that bad. But ninety minutes we won a quadruple treble here. We get we get four trebles in a row. I say she's lucky he's going to win one. Should have got some money. Fucking took the mare. Which I, which watching that result today, I wish it was all the way about. Wish we were getting yeah, in the league. Right, but that's that's when we can we can bend that. But I'm saying even two nothing up, cruising to each I'm saying myself, extra time. I still believe three two, three each. God sake, did it the hard way. And sure as God, see it done it the hard way. And I did every faith penalties were going to go the way it did, and it did. But to win to win even a treble, a trophy, it doesn't matter if it's a league cup, Scottish Cup league. This is what we are playing in fucking India or fucking Malaysia or fucking wherever. It's 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 fucking it's a it's it's, just, it's a hard thing to do win a trophy, and these players will go away. Like look at Big Duffy, he's probably won a trophy in his life. You know, walk away and go win a Scottish Cup medal. I mean, you'll mm. take that you'll take that away and say I won it. Who do you want it with? Celtic in a quadruple winning well the quadruple treble winning season. I mean, the stuff you can't take away from people. I mean. I uh, definitely. I 
I'm a big believer that, mate. Trophies and that's obviously I'm just based on still playing football now, but that's what you play football for. Uh, obviously, guys like yourself, you, you, you still take the football serious. So Aye. for me, trophies was all. I was what you trained for. It was to win Scottish Cups and League Cup. Even we did the Cups, like the League Cup. If I had the League Cup, the CIS Cup, whatever it's called now, the Betfair Cup. It's for me. Uh, it's a pinnacle where your football players doesn't matter what any level you play it, so it will give these guys a boost again for me for the rest of the season. And obviously, the team are all saying the water first sent you a, a trophy, which while everybody was bumping their gums about when we got out, um, obviously, yourself, Robert, we were spoken about it how the mentality again, if we beat them, for me, the momentum swings right to us because we've we have got the edge, they know. Is the winning mentality? I Ryan, see as you're saying, getting back to the quadruple table, I think that was a lot of pressure on the players, and the full fact it was your last season, it's probably been a distraction to them in many ways. So mm-hmm. to get that trophy might have gave them the hunger and the desire now that's pushing them on now to go four clean sheets. Aye, a turning point, exactly, Jerry. Four right. clean sheets, four cracking results. Everybody's fit now. Yep. The, yep. Teams, the team's actually playing as a team and we're now just kicking on. Sometimes it can just be something like that that changes your season. And I'm, I'm not saying that's what has changed our season, but we're taking steps in the right direction now. Um, and I think it's gave everybody a boost at the club, the fans, because we kind of get to the stadium, obviously, kind of get to the games. The board's probably bank fat and fuck because it's taken a bit of pressure off them. And probably took a bit of pressure off Lennon, I know. <laughs> So, in that sense, it's been a blessing in disguise that we've got to, we've actually got to win. I don't give a fuck how we won it. We won it, so we'll never be remembered, oh, we won it in penalties. We fucking won it, so it doesn't really matter. And it gives a successful team breeds on success. So winning that might just kick everybody on to do what we need to do in this season. Aye, success is a big thing. You've had one yourself, Jerry. You've played, Robert. you played football. you play to win games. you play to win trophies and... Listen, as much as we've been listen, I've been I was criticising Brown this year because he obviously was taking his age, but he wasn't really playing well. Why was Lennon playing him? Lennon basically saying to Lennon myself, Lennon's clueless, right? But take away what's been happening in the league, what these guys have done for the last four or five years, what we've been, been watching, it's been phenomenal. And it's stuff that them, our generation have not really seen because they've seen nine in a row when, when we were all taught, do you know what I mean? So... For me, it's just it's amazing, and it, no matter what anybody says in the radio, as well, I mean, what I spoke about, the pundits, the radio, the papers, whatever you are, it was always Celtic. I've not done much here. I don't, get, I don't think we get enough credit for what we have done in the last few years. Um, so I think if we do, hopefully, go one again on Saturday, they might actually go fuck They are still the top dogs. They are still. They're, they're no. Well, actually, do you know why that is? Because everybody's hating the amount of success that we've had. That's the full fact. Nobody's liked how much successful Celtic has been over the last four or five years. Because if you remember right, when they were coming up for the, the fucking championship and they knocked us out the cup under Ronnie Diver, they thought it was just a given. They were coming up there to run mm-hmm. a mock and win all the trophies again. And they've spent fucking astronomical amount of money to tie even matches, and they've still not done it up to now. So, 
that's why the the full reason is the papers don't want that because most of them are fucking tartan buns, aren't they? Let's be honest. So they're not going to give you the praise that you deserve. I see what you were talking about, obviously, after that game, obviously we didn't get Dodgers, right? I can remember the season they came up. I can remember even me and my dad still laughing out to this day. On the, on, obviously, on Super Scoreboard, the right, obviously, the, who's going to win the, the, or the Cups and the Leagues, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, at the time, Derek Johnson, that was all on it. Bear in mind, Rangers just come up for the Championship and they just go Brendan Rodgers. They all tip basically Rangers to win the league. And why are you? What, what makes you think they're going to win the league? I, I, I generally couldn't, but I know I don't, want to, I don't want to take you back to the past, but we're on, we're on a subject that's, I couldn't believe they were all, they were all saying that they're going to come up and win the league. We've just got one of the best British managers in fucking European football. Well, and then, well, you know I mean? well, Ryan, the, the pundits on Clyde one are still like that mm. because we, Dr. Evil, Alec Ray, says this Rangers team are better than the Invincibles that we had three years ago. Oh, my God. He stands by it. <laughs> Even though they beat me, man, he stands by it. This team are better than our Invincibles. That's Even though we went 69 games unbeaten. That's a fact. Exactly. That's a fact. That's, so that's who... Especially, you know who the worst is? Mighty. Is he called Big Chris Boyd? He's a donkey. He's a donkey and all. He's got the blue glasses on. You know what I mean? They've but, been hurting that room, but they're desperate. Uh, Alec Gray actually said this was talking super scoreboard. This team is better than the Invincibles that we had three years ago, who went as you said, Robert, sixty-nine games unbeaten. <laughs> see, see, even just I'm saying that, right? As much as Alex Reeves a good football player, right? And but his pundit views, I, I know he's going to have his Rangers hat on, right? But as a pundit, Dan Johnson, I, I used to hate Dan Johnson on Scoreboard Scoreboard because. When Rangers went through our bad parts from McCoy's, I kind of slagged my pal. Wait a minute, you're Pies a pundit, you're not Pies a Rangers fan. So, I for him, I, I, so for him to come on, <laughs> I've not heard that, I've not seen that. I wish I had because I'd have laughed, I'd have laughed at my oh. phone. So, guys like Dembele, Sinclair, fuck it, what, so there, what, is Ryan Kenton had you better need to? You, are no. you kidding me on? I know. It's because... I, I think I wrote a tweet about it a few weeks ago. No, it was, all, it was all, all last week because Sinclair was playing for press and I was kind of, listen, for me, I thought Sinclair could still stay in our job, but obviously when Lewis Morgan, blah, 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 it's done right, but I've never seen somebody have a bigger impact than him since I've been, uh, since I, for me, uh, what an impact that boy had when he came in, the goals and he's, how, how, how can you say that ain't, Neither of their players will get in the Invincible team, in my opinion. Not one, not one. Right, no, right. His, his debut at, at uh, Tynecastle, two-one, nicked it in the back post. That just kind of started. That just summed his career up. He just scored, as you say, scored a goal, created a goal. He scored in cup finals, and he was just he scored against Rangers. He was just he was he he's basically walked off his Celtic web. I was there for three years and won nine trophies. Mm-hmm. So he goes like that. I've done what I've done. I can't do any more. He, he probably thought he had another year in, but as you say, it's him and Lennon. We don't, we don't know what happened. Did they were tough? Did they know? But I think I think it was it was a great service for Celtic. 
because obviously I don't know if uh, you're naming Robert, but obviously you've got to beat who you're playing against. Rangers, by their own by their own default, money situation, their own fault. Abney Simpson have been done, and they'll come back through the divisions, fair play to them. And then they come up and listen. We've got to beat who we had to beat. Doesn't matter how bad they were. What we've done is that's incredible. So for that comment, for Alex Ray to say that, it's a bit. I'll, I'll try and get it quickly for you to hear it. It's it, honestly, they, they, he thinks they're a better team than the Invincibles that we had three years ago. Can you make your that, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> just going to laugh at it, Ryan. That same team, the Invincibles team, got to the Champions League, you know. You know Aye. what I mean? We got to the group stages of the Champions League as well, which is name mean feet nowadays. Um, but as you say, it's blue tinted glasses for them, isn't it? We just need to, as a club, put them back in their place. Go on Saturday, even if you, I'd, just don't get beaten Saturday. It's as simple as that. My, if you draw, I we can move on for that. We can build momentum. Because they've got a few hard games coming up. And let's be honest, they're one of the jammiest cunts that's ever. They're lucky to get any injuries there a season. We, they've had one COVID case, um, which is on the big centre-half. Um, the big fucking Swedish big boy. Fuck, big fucking one um, Fucking Ed. Where the fuck he's called? They're the, only, they're the only club in Scotland that's using a private club to do a COVID test. To me, that just doesn't make sense. Everybody else is using the NHS. So how can they get allowed to do that? Seeing that and all, I just, I've seen that, I don't know if it was you told me, I've seen a tweet about it, but I was just, I couldn't believe that, because let's be honest, if it's a, the SFA should be doing, every, if it's with the pyramid system or if it's whatever, it should be the same, it should, surely it should be the same, the same company. It's, uh, it's, it's an SPFL delegate or something. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, just, I just thought that was a, not saying they're cheating in any way, because they're used to the, Doing the cheating shite before, but it's still laughing at it. Going, how can they be the only, the only team in Scotland that uses a different method of COVID testing? It just baffles me. But anyway, you don't want to go too much into this shite. But okay. uh, I, 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 and how good Celtic is and everything else. Um, I just want to tell you a few stats. Um, I seen one we sorrow tonight. Right, played eighty minutes of football, one goal. One assist, two key passes, 67, 68 out of 71 passes completed of a 96% rate, two dribbles, one, five duels, one, and 11 ball recoveries, and a 3 0 win. For me, that's, these stats are absolutely frightening. I know it's only one game, but it's just a positive for the wee guy, how he's come in and done so well. The one, the one I take for that, Robert, see the, the ball recovery, was that 11 you said there? 11, mate, aye. That's what we're missing. That's the key for me. Just getting the ball back and, and transfer it into, like, just say I done the attack to a Celtic attack. Just, just yeah, be there all the time. Just say, look, my ball, away we go. That's, that's the biggest one for me, definitely. Missing it. Nah, we've missed it, as you say. Maybe we might have still been in um, the League Cup or the Europa League if these guys had come into the team three, four weeks before then. Aye. Well, it's very, when it comes to that, I, I, I agree with you. Um, as Jerry says in football, if, if, you're, if that's your stats are one game, it does matter who it's against, if it's Hamilton, Ross County, Dunnetty, because I like the wee thing the day with the Hartson and the boy, did you see it? The weekend there? I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter, then. 
Um, basically, Hartson says Celtic won three off and convinced him back to clean sheet. You're about a momentum, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Chris Boy says, aye, but you've kept clean sheets against Kamarnock and Ross County. And they've only scored 15 goals about a bit all season. And he says, aye, we get eight against Hamilton. And, and Hartson went, aye, boy, it's all Hamilton, but... And boy just, <laughs> boy shut up. He shut up and he just went, all right. And I have that brilliant, but it's true, it doesn't matter who you're playing against, we're all playing against the same teams. Um, we all know that we should be keeping clean sheets in most of the game. No, but as I say, you have no divine right to keep clean sheets and win football, but the way we've been spoiled in a way, which we've been spoiled in a way, we should be having clean sheets most week. So obviously maybe no game, maybe against Rangers, blah, blah, blah. But I just think it's, it's encouraging now that we're getting guys that sort of one and we are keeping the ball a bit better. We're not as reckless as we have been. As we've spoken about Brown, it's no his fault now that he's getting older and it's done in the manager and the staff and the boards, whatever, can manage him now. If I play one game every, every three or two or three weeks, then so be it. Because for me, the rest, I'm obviously the rest of the season, the things can happen with COVID, injuries, blah, blah, blah. But for me, they two have got to be your, your midfielders, in my opinion. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a, a, a compromise, a, a, a comparison here with us in Barcelona, right? But here, mate, see your midfield, it's like there's in the, the 06, 07, 08, Xavi and Esther and all them, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's going to stop. That's what us now. Like, aye, no, I get you. Aye, new, aye. New, it's like, they've done that. They've got us to so many, so many cups and blah, blah, blah. They've, they've, they've won us so many games, but... No, they're getting old. So who do we go with now? That's what basically Barcelona done maybe about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying we are Barcelona, but I'm saying it's, it's like it's like that. For me, it's like we've got so much talent. Maybe five years ago, and then you look at them now, they're going, "Fuck me, they're getting old." So who do we bring in? It's like Tumbo, Sorrow, Christie, as Robert said, he's put in a position, but he's still fucking buzzing about. Which is positive. You've got guys like Ellen Issue who cost sixteen million pounds, no spoke about can I get in the can I get in the fucking team today? Rogic came on, who can I get in the team? You know what I mean? you've got two guys up front who are fucking firing all cylinders. So we can't be doing it. We're not, we're not that bad. I mean it's a cycle of teams. Um and Bruins part of the cycle. Yep. Um, as much as we want him to last another 10 years, it's game management now. Yep. Um, and he's been the most successful captain since Bolly McNeil. So, yep. And he's been a breath of fresh air to Celtic for four and a half million. So the services gave us has been absolutely amazing. Um, and I just hope that when he does both time to retire, that he gets a coaching role because he's done a lot of stuff with the youth teams. And I think he'd be a big influence when boys coming through at Celtic because he loves and breathes Celtic now. Um, so, to me, the cycles this season should have happened sooner. Um, we have him in the team. But I suppose we're learning, knowing how much a legend he is, it's been hard to kind of a drop him out of the team. You know what I mean? It's right. been very hard because when we were in the point where I think he was looking for Bruins and so on the part, yeah, even just, just talking guys through the game. Uh, you just don't get the legs of the anywhere. That's it. Ah, you can't cover the ground as much. You can't yeah. take two or three games a week. Um, yeah. It's all about game management. And I just hope... Ah, 100%. So obviously, 100%. It's just we saw those probably five, ten yards quicker. 
early the ground in him and Saul was just sitting there whereas Brun and McGregor was kind of disjointed they've been great together for years but to me when they were in Europe they were kind of breaking as a unit but they weren't getting back as quick whereas McGregor seems to have a wee bit more freedom where he didn't have to cover Brun's arse now he's got Sorrell behind him that can cover his arse and it gives him the freedom because we know McGregor's better 5, 10, 15 yards further up the park he can influence a game better yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, and and we we McGregor now he can play his own game, he can go into his own stuff, pass the ball straight to left, to right, gate to tumble, who's another twenty yards up, whereas as you say Robert there, he's he's too busy or oh, fuck what's Brown and then he track him back, then he get back in position. Now he's, he's basically uh, McGregor's in a, a free roll in the middle of the park. He just he just does his own stuff, which obviously we reap the benefits of it. And I think with McGregor, he, 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 he does that with Scotland. He gets a free roll with Scotland because he's got, he's got um, McTominay and that boy plays with that ball with the, uh, Jack. So they sit and he does his own. That's how they reap the benefits with Scotland. Which I think Sorrow will basically be, as you say, fucking breath of fresh air for Celtic. Honestly, God. Because as, as, as you say about Elanoussi and we don't get into, I'm a big, but I, I do like Elanoussi, but as you say, as we guys like Rogic, even when Rogic came on today, you see what he brings, man, he's wee touches, he's, 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 he's half turns, it's brilliant again, but that's, we're starting to go the way where, I like the way Will Rogers was, when the first 11 was looking solid, and then you looked at your fucking bench and you had, wait a minute here, you've got Rogic, as you say, Zelanusu is worth 16 fucking whatever million. You've got your, your five pound striker who I still think yeah. I, I still think yeah, he'll turn good, obviously. You can't really play with the two up front of the because you can't have him. So you've got your five million pound fucking striker on the bench. You've got your, your young up and come winger with Johnson still on the bench. You've got your reliable semi decent left back Taylor. You're looking at your best and you're thinking, right, we've got guys to change the game now. And because Forest, we're, Forest, I, Forest. I, so we're starting to have a bit of form and I always say when, when Rodgers was here you looked at the team you're like brilliant and you looked at the bench you, you, were, you had his ward on the bench you had guy you, it was just it's getting to that way again where the way we just as much as we don't want to talk about them they've been bringing guys in and they've been just doing the same job and I think that's what we're starting to maybe get now or maybe getting to that stage where instead of him, well, I'm Lennon, it was just, for me, when we were going through a bad spell, it was just putting guys on the park. But I think now it's, he's, like the day he didn't bring on the first sub for maybe 72 minutes. But when all this was happening, he was bringing on maybe 55 minutes. I'm like, what are you doing? Aye, aye, but it was a, it was a left back for a left back. You mm. see, just a sub to make a sub. It was the influence of the game or whatever, but the day it was, it was uh, who was the first sub? It was... Was it Christy? No, Christy came off for Elanusi. No, uh, obviously Henry came on. Didn't he? Beaton came on for Julian. Aye, but um, Henry uh, was. Are you Griffiths came off after he Griffiths came off after he made the mm-hmm. pass. So are you in Rogic for that? Aye, for Griffiths and um, Tumble. Mm-hmm. Aye. Yeah. So I, it's brilliant. Um, Something like that as well, Rob, but it's brilliant that we've got the options again and you've got the players. Obviously, we, I was a big at Marlon and Cham, but for me, I think he's maybe going to go into the season of January, but 
he's obviously not got a sniff anymore, but you've got guys maybe the team like Rogic, your, your Johnsons that are actually, you know they're going to come on and give you, give you at least 25 minutes of a good performance, especially for this game coming up Saturday. I think that's the difference now, Ryan. You've got your squad back, you've got players getting back to fitness, um, that you've got options, so maybe players that weren't playing well didn't really need to perform as such, because they knew they were in the team the next week, because we had COVID issues, we had injuries, um, but now we're playing well, and if they don't play well, there's players there to come in and play. That was the difference that we didn't have early on in the season, um, and I think that's just been a breath of fresh air as well, but as you're speaking about in Cham, um, I spoke to people on him and uh, met to be in training. He's absolutely outstanding. They can get near him. He's The ball's stuck to his feet. But for me, in Cham, it's a bit of an enigma, man. He plays one good game and then he goes missing for five games. And he's been that way his full career. Um, I read about him before he came to Celtic. I think he was with Genoa um, in Italy. And the reporter says, you've got a play on your hands if you can get him to perform week in, week out. But it's trying to get him to perform week in, week out because he's one good game, four bad games. And I think that's the guy's careers. He's worked 24, 23, 24 now. Um, if he doesn't buckle down and probably get his ideas right, he could just be a player that's just one of the guys that turns into being that's his full career. Because we all know how talented he can be, but he just doesn't do it on a regular basis for me. Yeah, um, I I think the best we go out of him was when Rodgers was here. I, I still, I, it kind of haunts me myself that I wish we kept Edward and then jammed Dembele for at least together for one season. You see that pre-season before Dembele gets sold? They three were, the, the football they three were playing, it was, it, was, it was brilliant. You can see he was going to a different level. Again, is it because maybe his pal is away and he's just went, oh, I don't feel confident anymore? But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've been a big... As people on Twitter know my Twitter, I'm a, I've, I've been a big hangman in Cham, but I can't stick up for him anymore. Because obviously, I know he's had a few injuries the last few weeks. I don't know. Is it injuries? Or has he just been bombed out the squad? We don't know. Um, but again, yeah, aye. But again, would it surprise me if winning didn't play on Saturday? No. Because the way, the way it's been all season. But I think that's the question. Um, I may go on the bench, but I think... Then the charm thing for me is, as you say, is on his day, I think on his day he's the best midfielder in Scotland. I think he's fucking unbelievable. He's range of passing, he's passing diagonals, it's just superb. But as you say, it's one every fucking 10 games now. Right, Ryan, as, as Robert touched on there, he said the word attitude. His attitude fucking stinks. He's just not interested. And then she says, she be, she's that, she, you say, she's that guy. Flipped the switch to his head. He would be, he would, we could sell him for fucking 25 million pounds. He's that good a player. But as Robert, I, I totally agree with him that he says, one game he's fucking unbelievable. That's all away. I thought he was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Even though he scored the goal, right, to win as a game. But even before it, he was unbelievable. And then four or five games after it, fuck, where did the champ go? Just didn't you know. You, you, Robert's fucking bang on the money there. His fucking attitude is rank rotten. It's just no, no what you want. See if it was, see if we could fucking switch his attitude round. It'd be a fucking twenty-five pound, eh, sorry, twenty-five million pound player, thirty million pound player, easy without even kicking the ball. Is that Aye. Good? 
I think, I think Robert would probably agree with you because some of the stuff he, when, he, when we first came in, I thought he was, I was like my dad here, this guy's a fucking baller, man. Uh, he was just, it was a bit like Edward, and now I think he's effortless. See, uh, even, see even Edward's goal today, right? <laughs> it was just, oh, fuck you, boom. It was uh, so, and, he, and he, just, he just walked away like he'd, he'd done nothing. Uh, that's why he's, I, I think I said to Robert last week, see when Edward walks about a park, I think he's going to pull a hammer all the time. He just looks, that's just the way he looks. He just looks, he just need no get a turn in the world. But Aye. they come back to today's game, it was, you can see he's starting to get a bit of form now. And with Edward, I think I is, he's probably going to be our next big player that goes for money wise. But in charm, I, I agree with you, Jerry. Um, his attitude's fucking, his attitude's, his attitude's not there. And I, I wish it was, because as I said, as you, you guys have touched on, he's unbelievable on his day. Getting the ball in, tight areas, passing it, strength. Same as, it's, it's, it's just a kind of French mentality. Lacks a daisy but big Vieira just swans about the pitch. I mean, he's, that's, what he's, that's what he's like, Vieira. He just kind of swans about. And when he's good, he's good. But see, when he's no interest in it, he's all saying, we've all started with 10 men. You know what I mean? We've all saying, fuck it. Just put me, if you want to put him in the start line up, we'll just we'll all start with 10 men. He's not uh, interested. Fucking, uh, he's too off a fuck. I, mean, I, think, I think Robert's probably going to say the same about that, Robert, but his attitude and just uh, about the place. You see, you see when he's on his game, he's unplayable. There's uh, nobody who can get near him on his game, but it's just no often enough, which is the most frustrating thing. And he is 23, 24. Whatever age he is, I don't know, his next move, he's going to move for Saturday. That's, I put, I'd say that's 90% certainty in the summer. But I just hope the guy turns in and makes a mace out his career for how good a talent he actually is and doesn't look back in it in 10 years' time and go, I was a fucking waste of space. I could have actually done something in my career and been an absolute fucking brilliant player and played at the highest level. Um, but I just, we're not going to get the best out of match, my opinion on that. I think yep. he's been here too long and had that too easy a ride on it. And then obviously... We'll touch on the Rangers game a wee bit. I want to get, get your thoughts, Jerry. Um, obviously, Barkas came out after the game of this. Uh, Barkas, sorry. Neil Wernick came out after the game says uh, Barkas will be the goalkeeper for Saturday. He's a number one, which I agree with him. I think he is. The guy you brought in to come in, as much as the boy has, has been brilliant. Let's put, I know Barkas hasn't been brilliant for us, but he's played in Champions League. He's played in a competitive uh, league in Greece. He's, I don't think he's a squab. I just think he's got to set a win. That's just my opinion, but obviously he'll play Saturday. So, which kind of thoughts on Saturday with the lineup and whatever else about Saturday's game? But my start lineup for Saturday will be see the one that finished today. Mm-hmm. That'll start because I don't, I, I, I wish, well, I don't know the extent of the injury, but Big Julian looks if he gets a sore one, right? So, does beat on start? And uh, I don't know if you've seen the camera showing it to Beaton and Duffy. I warm it up. And it was if then says, right, shh, Beaton. So that makes Big Duffy third in line, whatever it is, right? So whatever, the, the line up that finished today, aye, 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 Barkas and goals. I'll go Lacks out, left back, Aya, Beaton, and Frimpong. Your midfield four of Sorrow, McGregor, uh, Tumbo, and Christie. 
and the two boys up front, Griffiths and Edward. Going back to going back to um, Barkas, sorry. Um, the first old forum game, I thought it was at fault for the first goal. I thought as if he, he kind of pied the ball into the, into the goal, which basically I think he needs a big performance, and I hope it's fucking Saturday to give him the, the G's if they say, look, I'm better than whatever. Mm. I don't think he believes in himself. I don't think he, he believes he's a good goalkeeper. And if you're paying £5 million, pound, I hope Celtic believe he's a good goalkeeper. But that's basically, I know he didn't finish the game, but that's but what I meant was that's the team that I would mm. pick for Saturday. 100%. Did that, I think definitely two up front. The way to go, um, definitely. Got to be. And obviously, we kind of mean what we've spoke about. We know how Rangers play. It's a four-three-three. If they change up, I'd be surprised. They, they play as Tavernier and Bonner Barish. It's the ball forward, and they try. They push up and they try and stop your wingers to get the ball to Davis. Boom. We know how to play. So we'll we'll hope that Lennon has learned for the last few games because he's no learned for the last few games before the last. Rangers game, so you're hoping we learn because we know how we, we know as fans how we play. So you're kind of hoping we do turn a corner. And I, I do agree with what we were saying in the Super Scoreboard. They say it, it might be a bit of cat and mouse. They say it go, the Rangers go, they say it go. I think that might be it could be a taste of game when it comes to goals. I know. Uh, I, I believe that we need to go there and just go, let's have it, let's just go and see what you're made We've got nothing to lose, right? If we lose this, it could be a good night in Vienna, right? We're hanging on with the fucking... We're hanging on with our teeth as as we speak, right? So if we go there and we go, right, let's have it. Let's see what you're made of. Let's just go. And and I hope... Well, I hope. I know we'll get a positive result if we do it. Because as Robert touched on earlier, we watched him with Hibs game, and I watched him the game before that as well. They're no great shakes. And the, the, that big Golson who's he walks a bit like Van Dyke. He's more like Van Donkey. He's fucking hopeless. He's slowing to jail. And I think with two up front, which automatically makes you go, as, as Robert said earlier, maybe can go forward now. They get an easy ride at two mm-hmm. defenders with one guy. So if we put two up front, they're going, right, hold on a minute, how do we do this? So that's what I think we just we just go. Right, but we need to take the game to them. We must for the for the seasons is fucking. Who's the referee? Do we know the referee yet? No? Bobby Madden, I think. Is it? I think so. so. For the for the first whistle for Bobby Madden, we need to go. We have past twelve Saturday. Bang, let's go. Definitely. Remember yourself, Robert. A wee brief can I hang about Saturday? Which shall we intake about Saturday? To agree with Jerry in a few points. I think Jerry's right. I think that's the the team Len's going to go with. Um, I feel we just need to play 10 yards higher up the park than we played the first game against them. Um, I think now we've got the energy in the midfield to do it. And I feel, I don't know if any of you have ever noticed it. See if you look at Rangers, Gerard pure copies his team on Liverpool. It's just, it's a pure carbon copy of Liverpool. They're never as good, but that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to pure. What Klopp does is pure ties to Klopp it down to a tee. And if you've watched Liverpool, how to exploit Liverpool is high-pressing them. No saying this. This is just... Klopp 
obviously has got the, the weapons at his disposal to change games. And But I watched Aston Villa playing them just because this is what Gerard when they have a clue about and how high-pressing them and energy for midfield that we have now got and how to exploit them at the back and don't let their wing-backs get forward. Um, I know I'm going to Liverpool, but I think Gerard just watches Colt. He doesn't have a fucking plan B. He's not got a fucking clue how to manage his aim. So people say, oh, he's brilliant, he's this, he's that. He signs a four-year deal when Klopp signs a four-year deal. Everything's just based on Liverpool. Probably goes to Klopp for his training regimes, everything. And Liverpool, obviously, a completely different speed for him. But I don't think Gerard's got a brain in his seat to think for himself. See, Celtic, see, just say, kick off what we've done the last time, Ibrox. Ping the ball into the corner. Ping the ball into the corner. They were all looking at each other. They did not have a fucking clue. So that's why they can't press you. They can't press you right for kicker. You're then, they're then defending for kicker right in their corner. And I think something like that again, put them right after the rhythm. They just ping it right into the corner and put them on the back foot and just fuck their heads. Totally fuck their heads right for kicker. You're right. You're, you're spot on, Robert. And obviously, there's no fans here. And obviously, if you get the flip of the coin, blah, blah, blah. You know, the fucking man came up doing that end where, we, where we, we've got to sit now that wee corner. See if we, get that, see if we get that wee bit. It's just his fucking bag it right down there. And Aye. it just G's everybody up. That's a good yep. point. Very, very good. I didn't think of that, but that's a good point. Right down that fucking corner flag. And then they've got to defend for 15 seconds out of the game. Aye, yeah. exactly. And you've got your team higher up the park. Yeah, yeah. Your centre-backs are 40 yards to go instead of 20 yards to go. Everybody's up. Exactly. Your goalkeepers can see. Nobody's under uh, pressure. They're under uh, pressure. Aye, correct. Good point. Very I good would say if we kick off the exact same tactic, because you looked at them last time and they were baffled. Oh, oh, psychologically, never, if we oh, fucked him in the first 30 seconds. Aye, you never had a fucking clue. That's, that's how I would go with it again, just right in, right away. I agree, Robert, about Gerard because I've obviously, you hear on the radio and other Rangers fans, the guy Michael Beale takes all the tactics on it. It's not Gerard. It's, it's the guy Michael Beale who's supposed to be a fantastic coach. Obviously, I, I think he's a lot of people. So, Gerard's not dealing with tactics. He's just dealing with the team. And like he's, you uh, know what I mean? So, as I agree with when it comes to the old pool and court and with Gerard, Four years deal, four years deal, four years, four years up, and he's got awful. Two wing backs pushing high uh, up the park. Everything comes through your wing backs. Your front three are high pressing. Your three uh, midfielder like a fucking I, like a line. Just yeah. pass across that, move across, move across. What Liverpool do? Obviously, Liverpool are much quality players, better quality players. But in Daft Gerrard, he thinks he's going to benefit Liverpool Joe back up when he retires. Yeah. So he's trying to carbon copy everything. So when he goes in, it's just a smooth transition and his staff yeah, couldn't see. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Your, your two, your two wing-backs are Robertson and Trent, who he thinks is Barisic and fucking... Aye, exactly. here in the box. And then you've got fucking Jack, who thinks he's fucking Henderson. And then the yep. top three, whoever they play is fucking Sadio Mane, Salah <laughs> and Robert Firmino. So that's And then the rest all fit in. He's fucking yep. loaded. You're right. It just I watched the Liverpool game as we speak you now in the background and they can't break down fucking Newcastle. But he just thinks that Klopp's been successful with that. That's how I'll do it. I'll just copy I'll, everything. But yeah. if we give him a different game plan, he will not have a plan B. He's not got a plan B. He's got no. exact he just watches Liverpool and copies everything Liverpool does. Yeah. Obviously Liverpool are a completely different animal for fucking name, oh. but that's that just shows you what he's trying to do. 
exact yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah. He probably that's that's his he's probably no go to plan B. If we fucking trust that plan their plan A, then as you say, getting them on the back foot for the very first whistle yes. and high pressing them in their area yeah. uh-huh. and everybody attacking for the midfield, pushing them right on. Because, you'll not have an answer for us. Because I'll go back to like say when it, when, it, when I played football, like say for that I used that we used that tactic quite a lot with Campsy, Cuffy, where they aye, aye. put that ball down there, right? What it does is it gives you who's who gives you midfield. So you go up and you go right, so he's no for it. He doesn't want to do it. So I'll go tight with him, tight with him. My my, my centre followers are ten yards up that it should be. Your defenders are up within the first 15 seconds of the game, so everybody's up for it. And they're, as you say, they're on the back foot. They're like, fucking hell. How do I get? It feels as if there's 20 guys, but there's only 10. What's happening? It just feels, it just feels suffocated. Right, Cuffy? You just, you just, you just put that ball in that, right in that corner, suffocate them in there, and then set it off. And even if it, even if the first 20 minutes doesn't go their way, but you, you, you put a marker dude right away. Bang, bang, bang! Just go at them for the for the get go. And as you say, Robert, they don't know what to do. The heats are all the top. They don't know. Does it? Is it? Do they go left? Do they go right? Do they go forward? Do they go back? They've not got a clue. Because he's probably setting up. See when they get the kick off, it's like they're going to knock it back to the midfield, and the midfield Aye. going to knock it back to the defence. Oh, it's every can't get high pressing right in their faces, Aye. right to go. Aye. So he's trying to put pressure on you for the very kick off, and then. You've just fucking flipped the coin and went, no, we're putting pressure on the use for the kicker. Let, and your backline's going, fuck, see, we thought we were going to be playing 15, 20 yards further forward. Yeah. It's just, it's a mind fuck. And sometimes just something like that can fucking make yep. or break your game. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, the two years, because you know you're saying when you play football, football is obviously about being good in the park and fitness part, but see, football's, Obviously, you look back now, and football is an easy game to play. Um, and you actually look back at it. <laughs> Maybe when I played myself, I made it half myself. But when you look back now, football is easy when you do the right stuff. But we find like that, when it is putting the ball longer, football football can be a mind game. And if you get one, one of your front right away, as you say, put a marker down, if it is doing that in the corner, if it is getting an early shot and goal, if it is, for talks, if it is Brown plays or sorrow, you hit somebody in the first 30 seconds, take a booting. But you're putting a fucking marker down. And I don't think we don't, we've not done that enough the last few weeks all season, even in the last of the last Rangers game. We were turned off and doing, but they can't miss fucking battling somebody. Do you remember in the last you know Rangers mean? game, Brian? They booked Brown after fucking 20 minutes or something. So practically, aye, so good, yeah. Aye, so that was it. Sometimes the referees in, in a game like that, you need to watch because they want mm-hmm. to put a marker down right away if somebody goes a bit fucking kicking cunts. And they'll book them right away. And then you're practically better just taking a guy straight off because you'll never be able to get into an R50-50 mm-hmm. challenge or never be able to miss time a challenge with a second or two. You know what I mean? It, so, obviously, obviously, I don't mean... Oh, I, I wouldn't want any football player to hurt, but I mean, if it is one of the ones where it's 50-50, game a wee fucking done, say I'm here. I, I'm going to lie, I hate it when I was a player. See, I was a wee guy out front. See, if I get a big centre-back and I give him an elbow, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm in for a game today, and it does play in your mind the full game. You're like, shit, that go for this ball cam. It's, listen, people might not admit it, but football is a mind game as well. Um, I, I agree with you too, he's about that, about the mind game. And in the last game, at Ibrox, we won 2-0 from Hayes, and Hayes scored, and uh, Edward, when the ball in the corner, 
that was a genius for Edward. I think he's Edward Tate Brown put that at the corner. We things like that can help you. Um, obviously, the game yourselves. Jerry, what do you think, though? Obviously, positive result, but your predictions for the game? I'll go... I'll go 2 0 same again as the last time. But I, I do believe we will keep an arc clean sheet. And, and if, if we turn up, we'll win the game. Right? To, to, in my opinion, right, this is make a break. Right? This, is, this could go if, if we get beat. It's, it's good night Vienna in my eyes. Right? We're hanging on the new. But if we win on Saturday, they need to go to Petodre, pressure zone again. They're still in Europe. We play before them, which we've got done all year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put the pressure on, the pressure on, the pressure on, the pressure on. And I think what we spoke about it earlier, um, every player the day he walked up smiling, the, the, the confidence is fucking ripping right through us now. We've got options, we've got, we've got as you call them, the old brigade, come on, we've got the new, we've got the, the new guys, we've got, as I see, Zella Nussi, no kick the ball, and you've got Rogic and They've not got the options. So they've not had their injury yet. They've not had the COVID yet. So I believe if we win on Saturday, we could go and just go get a steam train. But we must win and I'll go for 2 nothing. Obviously, I said, Robert, we'll touch on that again on Friday, but your two stops are be brief, be yanked yourself. I would. I would. I'm hoping we win the game, right? 100%, but I draw is no a disaster in my mm. eyes. Um, just for the full fact is you don't want to lose the game because you've got a bit of momentum. A draw doesn't exactly kill your hopes. Um, it doesn't make you absolutely, it doesn't make it brilliant. But as Jerry tipped on, they've got to go to Petodde, got to go to Firth Park, and they've got to go to Easter Road, and they've got Europe. And then we just keep needing to build this momentum up. If we do get a result, beat them my 2-0, 2-1, absolutely brilliant. But a draw is not a disaster in my eyes just because it was a long, hard season. They've no had COVID and they've barely had any injuries. And these things will come. And every bit of luck that's went their way could have went their way up to now. So you can't be lucky all season. Um, and we've just built a lot of momentum in it and our team's playing well. So as I say, 2-0, 2-1 or even a draw, I'd take a draw. Just for the full fact is a draw is not a disaster. It's no brilliant, but it's still you're going there. You would take a draw before you went there, so just no getting beat um, in my eyes. But I'm confident enough for us to go and win. But that's just the safety net and the same I draw. I am kind of the same as you. I'm quietly confident. Um, obviously, I'm a heed from what I read. If if they get a goal, I'm like shit. How how are we going to react? But I'm actually the way we've been playing. At, we're kind of we've kind of went off the radar. When it comes to your papers, your radio, your pundits, as usual, we're kind of slipping again back up. And I think this could be the, the performance where it all clicks for us. It, I may just take this performance and we all click. Barkas, as Jerry says, has a stormer. Edward on his game with Griffiths. So I'll keep my predictions to, the, to Friday, but I'm agreeing with you. I think we'll get a positive result. Um, and I appreciate your time, boys. It's been brilliant chat to you. Um, but uh, um, which has been brilliant. Um, thanks for your time, Robert. Jerry, thanks for your time, lads. And I'll see you again in the Celtic now and for our podcast. Thanks a lot, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Cheers. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The need to fly.